I'm pretty sure I have IBS. <laughs> A few months ago, I went to the doctor virtually because you can do that now, which is actually pretty cool and handy. I met with a virtual doctor saying I have extreme tummy issues. And this is real. I have tummy issues. It has been a journey. I'm on the journey. I sometimes get extremely confused as to what is causing these issues. If you don't know about this, about me already, but I have been vegetarian, vegan for, hmm, I feel like it's been two and a half years. Nah, I'm going to say two years. Two years. Um, so what that looks like for me is, or what that looked like for me is not eating meats, uh, not eating eggs, no cheese and dairy, and all, and all that. Now, I was never, I'm never really someone to be picky, let's say, about dairy or, yeah, dairy in, let's say, chocolate or um, mixed into something that I'm going to be eating. So, like a baked good that, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So that's why I'm like nine, I would say 90%, 90% vegan because, um, I wouldn't partake in that, but then I would usually be a hundred percent vegetarian because I would not eat any kinds of meat. Um, that did change from time to time. And that's why I don't, I didn't even like putting the label on it. When I decided I didn't really want to eat meat, it would like it just didn't feel like it was a really big thing to me because um I didn't really like to eat meat anyways. The last thing to go for me originally was chicken. It was like I like the only actually mean I like to eat is chicken. And then I started just feeling I I just don't like to cook this. I don't like to handle meat. So I don't I don't want to cook it. Like I do, I just don't want to do it. So I stopped doing that, but why I ended up with the label on it is because I also didn't eat dairy or didn't want to continue eating dairy because I knew it was causing me to have uh, stomach issues and to get hormonal acne, and I was always someone who struggled with acne in high school. It got better as the years went on, um, but I, f- I thought a lot of that was due to dairy and overconsumption of it. In high school, I was also uh, quite overweight. So eliminating cheese and dairy was like the first thing I did. And that actually did make a really big impact for me. So I've always been really mindful of that and, and try not to eat as much of it. And knowing that it can have an impact on uh, my face and my stomach. So if you're not eating meat and you're not eating dairy, people often would need, people need a label to understand what it is you do, are. Like, it's really interesting 
Because us, as maybe as an individual, want to just exist or do just exist in the habits that you have, in who you are, and you often don't even feel that you need to have a label on it. And that makes no sense to someone who is not you. So society has made these labels and we have created labels in order to identify someone uh, by something that they do or are. So it's, I don't know. That put me into the classification of a vegan. So two years ago, (laughs) I'm diagnosed vegan. And... And my family's like, oh my gosh, you're vegan? Like, what What does this mean? Uh, people still struggle to understand what it is. People struggle to understand what that means as far as, like, what you can eat, what you don't eat. And I find myself exp- using so much of my life explaining this. So, Yeah. Where I want to go with this is I feel I have been in this label and maybe kind of stuck in this label. I don't like it. I don't want to be trapped in the box of being identified as something. It's like when people comment on your weight. People used to. It's gotten so much better. And you'd be like, why do you need to comment on this? Just mind your own right? Just just do your own thing. And I feel that way about eating. Like, you don't need to comment on the types of things that I eat or question it or argue with it. It just needs to be like, okay, that's how she does it. There doesn't need to be a label. Because maybe one day I do want to eat chicken. So that's been a contemplation I've been having with myself. It has been like two years since I have not eaten chicken. I I did vow to myself I will not eat a cow because cows, I have decided, are my favorite animal. So I cannot imagine going and wanting to eat my favorite animal. Could you imagine your favorite animal is a dog and you go eat your dog? Like that just does not work. I do not have a pet cow as much as I would love one. But I have decided that I will not go back to eating um, red meat. Uh, So that will include pork as well. I just, I don't need to eat pork. No big deal to me. But chicken, I do like it. Do I like how they are treated? No. What That wasn't the main deciding factor for me when it came to not wanting to eat meat at first. It was definitely a big part of like... The spiritual treatment of these animal, uh, or the spiritual, the spirituality of it. If these animals are in terrible conditions and and they're stressed before they before they die, and then they, that goes that stress goes into the meat, and then you eat that meat, creates stress in your body, or um, creates however that then shows up, whether that's like through heart disease or other diseases. And I just got really turned off. Buy, buy it, right? Like, I just don't need it. And that was just, a, that was a spiritual choice of my own. And everyone has the right and decision, the rights and the ability to make their own decisions on how they see that. So 
that kind of steered me away from eating meat for a while. The exceptions I would make throughout these two years would be on vacations where I find myself literally almost dying (laughs) in foreign countries because I didn't have as much option because it's kind of tough it is to say and this but the, I've only I only did travel to a couple places in this time but eating the way that most of us do or having the choice as much as we do uh, in our diets is really a luxury the fact that we can go uh, and have a choice in that is a luxury and it's actually really amazing that we do get that option and that we aren't limited. Really great options and choices to really benefit our bodies. But we've also created a lot of destruction type of qualities of eating. Like the Western culture, the Western food system that we created, fast foods, eating the way we do in the negative sense, was was created and given to other countries and those other countries are now facing some of those big consequences of our decisions in our food system. This is something that I'm fairly passionate about is education and awareness around nutrition and the food systems. I took a holistic nutrition class and I learned some more things. A lot of the stuff I did already know and I did already see, but I did learn other things and that really did made me feel sure, made me make sense of what I thought I knew about the food system. And it said, wow, like this is real. Other people do see this as well because a lot of that information likes to get covered up because the food system is a billion dollar industry where people make a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money from food and they know that they will continue to be able to make that money because food is a necessity. So when there's scandals or or production production scandals, animal rights scandals, they they will spend millions of dollars to immediately cover it up so that us as consumers don't know that that happens. And I became a very passionate person about this, and I'm still passionate about it. It's a form of activism, <laughs> choosing to not partake in a lot of these uh, food choices. It is a form of empowerment to my body, to not make these food choices, some of those food choices. So really honoring myself is obviously important and making well-rounded and conscious choices is something that's also very important to me. So that really did influence my decision as far as my eating habits and where they've gone me to today. But lately, going back to my IBS <laughs> that I started this this um, this conversation with is I have been struggling 
for probably the past six months with pretty intense waves and fluctuations in my digestive system. That goes from extreme tummy aches to uh, being really constipated or using the bathroom too much or extreme, I would say, back pain because of the tummy, but, oh, lots of gas. That's another thing. So when you go to a doctor with these types of symptoms, they pretty much say, like, you have IBS. So, I mean, everyone on the planet can have IBS at one point in their life. But there's different things that will flare it up for different people. And I'm still trying to learn what it is that is flaring it up or causing these stomach issues. So at some point, I'm eating something that is actually causing some irritable bowel syndrome. And I really am trying to discover what that is. Is it too much soy? Because I eat a lot of soy because I'm not eating meat right now. So I'm eating a lot of different soy product variations. And sometimes those can be sprayed with chemicals, pesticides, herbicides. Like just because it's choosing to eat vegan or vegetarian doesn't still mean that it's like it's a healthier option, yes, but you're still eating some of the toxic things and chemicals that are just in life because it's everywhere. Like, we cannot leave it. But it's about trying to um, minimize your exposure where you can and whatnot. So, is it a, a now a toy, a, a toy, a soy intolerance or some kind of soy issue? Um, is it beans. I mean, I don't eat beans a lot, really, but maybe it's beans and chickpeas. Um, is it too much fiber? It really could be. I eat a ton of vegetables. I'm, but then some days I'm like, am I eating a lot of vegetables? I don't know. You're supposed to eat like eight cups a week or something, but it could really be impacted by how you eat your vegetables. Raw can often mean you're uh, eating more fiber just off the bat. That is harder for your body to digest as opposed to cooked vegetables or steamed where it softens it up, releases some of the molecules, makes it a little bit easier to digest. So there's a mix of things. But then I'm wondering... Why do I feel sudden urge to eat chicken? And why do I feel like I'm not allowed to do this? <laughs> so I also want to talk about that today. This idea of putting myself in a label or having been put in a label makes me feel like I am confined to the label. Like I'm stuck in the box and I'm not allowed to leave the box or else the vegan gods are going to get mad at me. Or the people are going to be disappointed in me. It's a very interesting fear. I don't even know if it makes sense. If it's... It's obviously valid because I feel this way. But maybe I need some reassurance from, from you guys. If you're listening to this, reach out. Tell me that you listened. And let me know it's okay. But I, if I were saying, if someone were saying this and I was listening, I would tell them it's okay to change your mind. 
because you change. So you're going to fluctuate and change. Your body changes. So your body's needs change. It's important to explore and try new things. And that's really what I've done. It doesn't mean that I'm a... It doesn't take away from what I've done or what I still continue to do or or its importance to me. I think that's... I think that's what I want to leave it with. I'm going to be going through a self-exploratory time of testing out the things that work for me and the things that don't. I will continue to not eat dairy, though, because I do really know that it causes acne for me because I've already explored it. So, yeah, when that increases, I just know. But... Other things, I don't quite know. So now that I've been cleansed from it for so long, it could be interesting to bring chicken back and see if it makes me feel bad or if it makes me feel good. I've been doing that with eggs, and I've been eating a few eggs, organic, and I think it's been okay. I haven't, don't feel like I've had... Um major issues from it and I eat I'll eat eggs maybe like twice a week so yeah I don't know we'll see what happens and I just I want to see myself relieve this pressure and I want to see other people relieve the pressure of labels and feeling confined to it Maybe not feeling like they have the ability to grow and change as they change. But let this be reassurance to you that we don't have to stay in the box. We're allowed to grow. We're allowed to change our minds and change our choices. Have a beautiful rest of your week. And I look forward to you listening in the next episode.